Hello, everybody. It is Corey Poirier back with the latest edition of the show. And I'm super excited to have a first time guest with us today. Uh, Got to go down a, a different path than we uh, do sometimes. And I say different path and sometimes because we, we tend to on this show, uh, we might go three episodes where it's very similar in approach. And then we may go down a different path and, and we go back and forth on that. So this, I think, will be kind of a different path than the normal influencer talk. And so I'm really excited to have this guest with me. So Alicia Myronic, so excited to have you here today. And where I'd like to start, I think, is to get you to tell us a little bit about your journey and backstory and uh, just to get a feel for who you are uh, so that, uh, you know, those that may be discovering you for the first time today get just a bit of a, a backdrop of, of who Alicia is. And is it Alicia or Alicia? I think I asked. Alicia. Alicia. Okay, right yes. Alicia okay. Myronic. So you got it right the first time. And Corey, thank you so much for letting me be on your show. I'm like beyond honored. Um, it's very funny because for months, we have a lot of mutual friends. And for months, I was just like, I need to connect with him. I need to connect with him. And I kept getting, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. And then our friend, you know, Rosalind Fong's the one that connected us. And it was like immediately. So, you know, you were on my show. That's my irony, which I was so grateful for. But um, the concept of my irony. So I'm in San Jose, California, and I am the creator of this concept of my irony. It's my irony. You take out the I because it's not about I. It's about we and something so much greater. Um, I like to say it's the crazy coincidences that happen in life that we can't explain but it's actually a more modern day word for synchronicity. However, it has its own definition because it's synchronicity in motion. You see a sign, you get a gut reaction, there's an action to take. In most cases, it's just to have a conversation. If you miss those, those moments, it's okay, but you have no idea what could open up by having that additional action. So I like to stay with the M. So it's a, it's a little sim. It's not a sin, it's a sim. And, uh, it's more the fact of just paying attention to the, really trusting your heart and your soul and letting that be your guide. And I actually like to compare it to the Celestine Prophecy, which you have an incredible connection to James Redfield. And when I had this unbelievable experience, I was in that space of just following these signs and my intuition so strongly, it almost like raised my frequency. So if people want to hear my story of how I discovered my irony, I feel like I'm just a messenger of the word. Um, episode one of my podcast, That's My Irony, uh, is called Discover My Irony and Your Inner Superpower, because I believe everybody has this. It's just, do you have the awareness to the same extent? And then if you want to hear my spiritual story, it's episode 57 through 59, because I know this sounds crazy, but I put it out there publicly on October, I mean, I'm sorry, on May 10th of 2015, I somehow spent 24 hours with God. So <laughs> I got quite the story there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's, I mean, there's so much we could unpack there and so many directions we could go. Uh, one of the things, you know, I think I'll go to the sort of, for me, the natural or maybe call it the low hanging fruit question, but uh, we talk a lot to influencers and about influence. How important is it? Like, is it, I think a lot of times people forget that, like I'll, I do interviews, I mentioned to you, I think that I could do an interview about a dog with a dog whisperer because influencers own dogs too. And also I think influencers can benefit from, and maybe even sometimes more so because they're trying to impact so many lives from recognizing the myronies that are happening in front of them. So can you talk to that for a minute? Like, 
is it something that's first of all for everybody? Uh, if if there if it's an influencer who maybe doesn't buy into this, uh, what would you say to them in terms of why they should? Well, I actually think Myrony. So it's funny, you know, my last name is Myronic, but you know, spelled differently. So everyone has these Myronic experiences, just not the way I spell my last name. And it's funny when I discovered it was a universal word for everybody. Uh, it's a little funny story. I used to sell Jaguars, uh, uh, the car, not the animal. And uh, people would say, how do you say your last name? And I would say, it's like ironic, but with an M. So I would add, there's a lot of irony in my life and people would laugh. And then one day it hit me. I said, oh my goodness, this is a universal word for everybody. This is a new form of content that people can share on social media that is the opposite of selfie. So it's actually a way for people to connect around the world by sharing their myronies. Now they may have a selfie in their myrony, but what's that gonna do is that's going to uh, take away from it just being about ourselves and bringing in something so much greater. So uh, in my logo, there's a wink. Um, I call him winky. That's how I represent God is love with an awesome sense of humor. I say God, not in a religious sense. I say it in a fun, like when I had this experience, it was this amazing omnipresent energy. Actually, the message I got was, why does everybody think I'm this old fuddy-duddy? I'm really cool. And I just want people to get to know me in this cool kind of way. So I'm here to try to break that box. But people want to say universe, source, whatever, but just recognizing something greater. And that, you know, we're not just master manifestors. I can't manifest this if I tried. I mean, my, my track record of this, I'm so amazed. And it's like looking at the magic in addition to the miracles that happen. And I think that if everybody started having this greater awareness, it would literally shift the consciousness of this planet. Mm. Wow. And I mean, I guess the follow-up to that is what do you think it's going to take for us to all ultimately eventually have the same awareness? I just need this word to go viral. That's it. It's not my word. It, I'm just a messenger of this. And I want, you know, if people like it, start sharing your myrony. Stop saying synchronicity. Most people have a hard time spelling it. There's nothing wrong with synchronicity, but, you know, things evolve, things change. And I really want to combat the energy of a selfie. A selfie is so about me, me, me. It's created a lot of narcissism in this world that I don't think existed before it. And people feel like that's the only way we can get our, our points across, you know, and, and it's fine. You know, if you have something important to say, wonderful. But what if we can share these unbelievable stories or we take a selfie like you and you and I, Corey, we take a selfie together, but we have this unbelievable story or this video that we're like, oh my goodness, look what just happened. Cause I mean, think about it. I'm in San Jose, California. You're in what Prince Edward Island, you know, Beast, British Columbia. We met because a friend who now lives, I mean, geez, where's she living? That's Kelowna. I don't even know where that is. You know, it's like if you start putting all the dots together, it's just unbelievable. So it is like connect the dots, but I actually say follow the spiritual breadcrumbs. You get these intuitive pulls, and sometimes it's like a loaf of bread slapping you across the face. But sometimes you get the smallest little inkling. And that's what I encourage your listeners. Pay attention to that and be like, what am I being guided to do? Pay attention to when you see numbers, sequences, or songs that come on, especially if you've lost loved ones. They love leaving signs. And now you know they're myronies. 
And I guess the flip side is, because uh, this is the part I run into a lot and I you know, try to help people with, and I say, I mean, it's not my focus or anything like that, but I get asked the question a lot, but people uh, that may be skeptics or skeptical. And I know you talked about to me that you document everything, but what would you say to somebody who says, you know, again, going back to the idea of synchronicity or coincidence, what about somebody who says this stuff is all just coincidence? I mean, if somebody wants to believe that, great. But I believe I have an amazing track record because I do things before they happen. I my, um, So there's these different gifts that are known as the clairs. We have clairsentience, where you feel things, clairaudience, where you hear things, clairvoyancy, where you see things. And then what I have is called claircognizance. And it's one of the weirdest gifts because you just do things and you have no idea why you're doing it. And you're like, what am I doing? And so what's fun is on my podcast, That's My Irony, that's usually how I get my guests. I don't book my guests out very far because they just kind of show up in the most ironic ways. And so, you know, if people want to be skeptics, great. You know, I like to say uh, in the Harry Potter language, I like to move people from the muggle world to the, you know, to the Harry Potter world. The magic is there. The miracles are there. You just have to open your eyes. We all have these unbelievable spiritual gifts. It's just whether or not we tap into them. So why not tap into your inner superpower? It's a lot more fun. I want to be a superhero, don't you? No. <laughs> Absolutely. I do as well. And I love that. I mean, and we want to be superheroes in the sense that we want to raise the frequency. We want to take people out of pain. We want them to understand that we're here as spiritual beings having a human experience and, you know, not the other way around. You know, I just, I, I would love for people, you know, not to be in pain. I've gone through a lot of suffering myself. Not that I've had the worst life. I've just had a lot of, a lot of things I had to deal with. And without certain tools, and I will say one of the biggest ones was, I, I give the greatest shout out to Dr. Brian Weiss, uh, who was um, a psychiatrist who risked his entire career, so well respected. I was gifted his first book, Many Lives, Many Masters, after my dad passed away, after my life was falling apart. And without that book, I guarantee you, I would have committed suicide. And so it's become my biggest mission to bring this awareness to as many people as I possibly can, because without that gift, I wouldn't be here. And, you know, and I've dealt with massive depression, suicide. It doesn't matter how you get there. If you get there, you're in a, you're in a bad place and no therapy was going to help me. Now, if it helps you, wonderful. But I was one of those people where one of the biggest messages in that book is that your soul, your higher self somehow chooses it all. So my, my biggest uh, question was, well, why did my higher self choose this? And, you know, I'm going to figure it out. Why? It took me 16 years. And uh, I feel like I've got a good grasp on it. And now I have um, my own spiritual modality that I call the Myrony method. It's a key to unlock your soul's blocks because I use certain books that bring awareness. I actually include the Celestine prophecy in some of them <laughs> for people who want to understand how Myrony works. And because I'm like, that book is just one big Myrony, you know, <laughs> and um, and then I have these unbelievable, beautiful channeled messages that I did not channel. I met this woman a year after my experience, and I believe I didn't channel them because no one would believe that I had this unbelievable, profound spiritual experience and channeled these messages. 
but how can I explain how I was guided to meet the person who channeled the messages and I'm the one that knows what to do with them. And in four sessions, I have seen unbelievable transformations with people. And I just feel I'm a messenger, I'm a messenger of irony and I'm a messenger of these messages. <laughs> Amazing. It, I mean, it's, it's all, I, I love it all amazing. And so um, I guess then what I'd also like to know is tell us about your show, your podcast um, in terms of like some guests, I mean, can you, because I, I want to you know dive into the Myrony side of things. Can you share with us a bit about um, some of the Myronies you've seen with your guests that really stand out? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm so amazed every single time I have a guest on, including you, Corey, because you had quite some ironies and, and your episode is coming out, um, uh, not this coming Saturday, the following Saturday. So whatever day that is, but the thing like, okay, for example, uh, um, uh, a really crazy one is actually connected to my godparents. Their chance meeting at a wedding somehow saved five people's lives in the Bermuda Triangle. How does that happen? That's episode six. Um, <laughs> my really amazing one that this was my biggest interview was with uh, Corey Glover, the lead singer of the band Living Color. And he, for people that don't know, he's the voice of Cult of Personality, this unbelievable band. How I connected with him is that my high school best friend, Alan Jacks Bowers, who's an incredible uh, percussionist, somehow is now in a side band with Corey and he got him on the show, not knowing anything. Corey had no idea about Myrony at all. And in that one, we discovered how he almost was not part of Living Color. Like it was so unbelievable. He met Vernon Reed at a birthday party where um, they were just about to sing and the, the girl Corey was with, and then from what I understand was like an ex-girlfriend was like, stop, he's singing. <laughs> and he sang happy birthday, so you know, solo. And that's how Vernon heard his voice. I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Like, and so the thing is, is that everybody has these stories. They just don't normally go deep enough to see the thread that is the, the interconnection. So those are, oh, and then I'm gonna say Dave Sanderson, who was um, on the plane Miracle on the Hudson. Like that story, I don't know if you know about Miracle on the Hudson. Um, no. It was a plane that went down, no one died, and they should have absolutely, it's, it's, it's beyond a miracle of how that was. Um, I wish I could remember that episode because the Corey Glover one was, 64, I believe, but that one, anybody look up Dave Sanderson, Miracle on the Hudson, it's unbelievable. And he actually used to be head of security for Tony Robbins. And he's the one that's writing the foreword to my Got Myrony book that Corey, you have been so graciously to accept to write a chapter in. So this, this thread that interweaves us together, I like to say it's the divine design that interweaves us because it doesn't go surface. It goes so deep, goes backwards, goes forwards, and it's really cool. And what when we start connecting everybody in that way? Yeah, I, I love it. And so, as far as um, 
you know, when you look at those kind of stories that you've seen uh, on the show and heard on the show, when you think about, like I said, people being skeptical and what have you, at this point, like, do you think it's we're at the point where, um, you know, how could you even question it whenever they're happening so regularly? Like, that's, yeah. I, I just see how common they are now and how often they are happening. It's just, it's crazy to me. Well, I want to actually say real time, just yesterday, um, I was connected through a mutual friend. Uh, her name's Elaine Williams. Um, she's an amazing uh, comedian, but she also helps people uh, um, with social media. And so she connected me with this woman, uh, Kathy McCarty, last year. And I somehow never responded to her. I'm going through my phone and I'm deleting messages. And I was like, oh my goodness, I never answered it. This was a couple of days ago. And I answered her, I was like, would you like to connect? So we connected. I found out that she has made it a mission to help people. Oh, the mission is so big, I can't even explain the mission right now. But why I'm telling the story is that I've invited her last minute to be in this book because she actually met Dave Sanderson in Scottsdale, Arizona sends me a picture and I was like, Dave Sanderson, because he's an amazing speaker. I'll have to connect you to because he's so incredible. She sends me a picture of them. And I said, oh my goodness, you have to be in the book. So that's how she got into the book. That is Got My Irony, <laughs> which I just want to say the book's going to be called Got My Irony, Life is Good. Book one, it's Life, Synchronicities, and Motion. It's coming out August 22nd of 2022. Yay. <laughs> that, that's so amazing. I, uh, you know, and, and it's funny, like, like I, I said, as far as the reason I, I asked that, as far as, you know, how we're seeing so many of them now, like, how can you even, you know, question it? I mean, there's, there's so much kind of proof. I get totally like someone being skeptical because, uh, you know, the, you would kind of look at it and say, is it all not just maybe coincidence? And I get that. But I, like I said, I think there's a point where eventually, and I'm not talking in certain people, I'm just saying individually, eventually somebody has to kind of go, there's got to be something here. You know, there's too many things happening for it yeah. to be all just, uh, you know, all just for lack of a better word, a coincidence. Yeah, that's why I, I mean, I know there's certain things I can manifest. But there's certain things that when I want something and I get the intuitive pull, no, 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 that's not manifesting. Because when you want to manifest, you want it, you want, you want it now. But I've learned a difference between our time and divine time. And you know, I just encourage encourage listeners just start paying attention. That's it. Start paying attention and then acting. And if you don't understand what that means, read the Celestine prophecy because that is the best understanding of how it works and also The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. That's also a really good uh, example of how it all works. And just listen to my podcast and you'll really hear how it works. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, I, and, and I'm a fan of that book as well, which I, I guess it brings me to a totally different, unrelated question of irony then. Um, as far as books, uh, from our discussions, I believe I've, determined that you're a reader. And uh, so if that's the case, outside of The Alchemist, which you just mentioned, and Celestine, which you've mentioned, are there a few other books that you would recommend to people when people say, and not necessarily just around irony, but just in general, uh, when people say to you, hey, what books do you like? Or what books do you recommend? Or what's your favorite book? Like, what would you normally say? 
so I'm a huge fan of Paolo Coelho. Actually, his first book, The Pilgrimage, was actually in episode 58 of my podcast. I talk about the importance of the pilgrimage that I somehow started receiving like these like lightning bolts of insight as I was reading that book while I was on the plane. That was a very interesting part of my story. But what's so interesting about the pilgrimage is it was his first book. And many pe- a lot of people don't know this. Alchemist came after the, after that. And he, um, uh, Paolo Coelho, like that book was an absolute failure. And he believed in it so much. It's such an incredible story. He also says, he's like, I feel like I didn't write that book. I f- he's like, I wrote it in two weeks. I know that did not come from me. He felt it was like divinely channeled somehow. So I love Paolo Coelho in that sense. I beyond love Dr. Brian Weiss's books. He's written six books. I believe there's a key piece in every single one that people usually only read one or a couple. I encourage read all six. And I think you'll get a really, really beautiful awareness of like how we are these spiritual beings in our human, in our human experience. Um, Dr. Michael Newton, um, I, I really enjoy because where, uh, Dr. Brian Weiss, he takes people from almost like our human to our spiritual, uh, Dr. Michael Newton, uh, journey of souls. He takes it from like the spiritual of like how we may incarnate into our human form. So it, there's a lot of overlapping. Um, and I'm a huge fan of Neil Donald Walsh conversations with God, because I spent 24 hours with God and I felt like I had a lot of conversations. So a very funny story how, uh, how that book came into my existence. So um, I just, I, I, I love really, well, I love everything. I mean, truthfully right now, I don't read a lot of um, fiction books. I would rather read truth, but that's what's so interesting about the Celestine Prophecy is that there's so much, I know it's, and that's why I would love the opportunity to uh, pick James's James's uh, brain on this one because when I when this first started happening to me and uh, who was channeling the messages I was like you're supposed to write a book like the Celestine prophecy or as like reality like Dr. Brian White so I actually said it in that way because there's so much truth in the Celestine prophecy that I'm like what is true and what is not true you know around that story so. That's like one of the few, and Paolo Coelho, I guess those are the ones of, on the fiction side, but I believe there's so much truth in them that I don't really see them as fiction. So I hope that answers the question. <laughs> it does. And, you know, to your point about only reading uh, non, or reading stuff that's true, it's funny because I did an interview a number of years ago with um, with uh, Zig Ziglar, the late Zig Ziglar. Oh, and, yeah. I love Zig Ziglar, yeah. And, yeah, and so... Uh, what was interesting um, about that interview is that um, we did uh, the interview and asked him about his favorite books. And basically he said that um, all he reads now is, uh, and this was before his passing, but he said, all, all I read now uh, at my age is something that's going to positively change my life and it has to be true. So I just figured, uh, I just thought that was amazing. Um, you know, that, uh, again, to your point, it had to be true. And um, I love that, you know, you said the same thing. And, and it made me realize here's somebody who at that time was Zig, he's on the for lack of a better way of saying it, it's kind of the tail end of his life. And uh, at the time, and he's saying, I don't have many years left. So I want to read stuff that um, that's not made up, I guess is the best way to say that. So you're in good. Yeah, company. because 
there's so many amazing stories. And I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're into fiction, great, wonderful. But I'm the same, I feel the same way. How can we help impact? What if I found something that I know is going to impact somebody even more? And I guess it's because, and just so listeners hear a little bit about this, I was engaged and married in six days because my father was terminally ill. I have to be the only one in history born, engaged, and married in the same hospital. That's crazy, right? Well, my marriage fell apart very quickly. Again, that's episode one. Ended up being the greatest gift. Um, There's no negative hard feelings I have. This isn't any sort of like jilted ex-wife. It's not about that. I believe I had to go back. My married name was not not Myronic. I believe I had to go back to my, you know, Myronic, my maiden name, so that I could bring Myrony to the world. So it really was the greatest gift. However, it was my friend who took my wedding pictures, who gave me the book, Many Lives, Many Masters, the day before she moved across the country. And without that book, I would not have lived. I just wouldn't have found the strength. And so it really did become important with books. Like what other book? Because I truly believe it doesn't matter how we get to wherever we want to get to. Like, you know, in, in this, especially in the space of healing, there's so many different ways. What I want to do is show people the most direct way that I have discovered for myself. I like to say I help people get off the merry-go-round of life. And I want you to get on the fun roller coaster filled with the... <laughs> filled with all the myronies along the way and you know have some fun you know just get the merry-go-round boring but you're just going up and down up and down in a giant circle think you're getting somewhere it's like no come on let's go get on the adult you know ride get off the kitty ride so that kind of joke around that way but you know it is so important i believe you know we're here not just to help ourselves we're here to help others and how do we help others is to help them, you know, move along, realize that we're not victims of anything in our lives. And when we can get to that point, we empower ourselves and then we have no idea the potential of what we're able to achieve, you know, individually. But then what if we all come together as a collective and see how we can make that impact? I love it. And so as far as the, um, I guess, the bigger picture for both the show and for your brand, uh, and I always like to just get people's perspective on sort of their future vision, but where do you see this ultimately going? And I know you mentioned about ideally having the world use the word as a regular word, just like any other word, maybe in the dictionary and all that kind of stuff. But in terms of the impact it has on the bigger picture of the world, where do you, where would you like to see this or where do you future cast, like looking at a crystal ball five years from now, where do you see this ultimately being? So I have two. I have, I have two ways of looking at Myrony. Um, that's Myrony. I want as a more commercial, recognized brand. I really, my goal is to have the coffee mug with Winky, and then have hashtag WTF Myrony because that is the story of my life, and I want that coffee mug to be drinking from because it's just fun. What you know? I I think Winky's amazing. My um, my, my friend, Gabrielle Lafitte, who created my logo, I'm just so grateful because I was like, this is exactly it. And why it was winky is that in this experience when I was being shown, and again, I talk about this in episode 58, was that I was given like this information and then there would be this message that would show up, life is good with a wink. So that's how, again, I represent God and I call it winky. 
But um, so that's like the commercial side. But my spiritual side with um, Myrony Mentoring is I see it being a global uh, organization where it's people of the same alignment, kind of the same kind of thought way of looking at it. I already have a vision for Canada, US and Australia and who I'd like to be part of it, which does include you too, Corey. But, <laughs> but having this much bigger umbrella of creating this, you know, people who really are of the same alignment and then be like, oh, wow, okay, I've, I've been able to do this work. Now let me pass you off to this person because I know we're gonna keep moving people in this more positive space of creating, it's almost like, doing like creating a wholeness on a soul level because there's so much in energy work and the Kashik work and and just and also where people are at so like I have I, I have somebody that I've worked with who is an expert in human design well some people they need to go that route before you know if, if somebody goes into the Akashic which you've done some Akashic work with our uh, mutual dear friend Deanne Riando, who is like my beyond soul sister, but actually my mentor in the uh, in so many ways. If people go into the Akashic before they're ready, it's just like goes straight over their head. But what if we have these foundational blocks of how people can understand we are spiritual beings having a human experience, you know, and 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 also understand that humanness we want to stay in because so many people choose to go off almost like this woo-woo weird. No, oh, okay, I should maybe shouldn't say weird, but you know this woo-woo world. And I, I guess, I guess really what I want to see is with this organization is grounded spirituality. Mm. You know, it's just awareness, and people are invited to it, it, it not be a place of judgment, be a place of compassion. You know, I truly think that if we look at the holy text out there, there's unbelievable profoundness in them if we take the religion out of it now if people are religious great i just am not one of those people who can uh agree to one way of thinking and it was funny it was actually my deceased father and i share this in episode 57 when i discovered i had mediumship abilities he gave me the most profound message because i had turned against god and the bible and jesus and anything along that line and my dad was like, Alicia, you need to believe in the Holy Family. And I was like, wait, what? And I was brought up Catholic. And this is when I knew I was not making anything up because when something so completely off the wall happens in that way. And, and so I said, Catholicism is the answer. He said, no, it's like Taoism with the Holy Family. I'm like, well, wow, Holy Family. Like, isn't the Holy Family everybody doing God's work? Someone else just told me maybe holy is meaning more like whole being whole and complete in mm -hmm. addition to holy. And I was like, well, what if we start putting, and, and I always say, isn't God so brilliant? They're like, they give this bit of wisdom, this bit of wisdom, this bit of wisdom. Are they going to put it together? Only claim one as their own. Well, what is religion? Claiming only one way of thinking. And so I really want to, so my real vision is getting God out of a box. I'm, I want to smash that box and just have some fun and, you know, like make life make life a little lighter start seeing the magic and the miracles and that's what i see with my running mentoring amazing and uh before we kind of I, I won't say i'll say before we start to bring things to a close i have one more question uh before we ask you how people can get learn about the show hear the show learn about all the work you're doing uh, but when you talked about you know the kind of going down that spiritual path and 
I'll say this without naming a person, but it just, I just heard somebody say this the other day and, you know, any, somebody who heard this as well may know who I'm talking about, but, you know, so I heard somebody say publicly that somebody says I can't be uh, more spiritual than somebody else. And they listed some sort of famous spiritual person and they said, you just watch me. And I want, I want to get your, your, your take on the idea of that because it's amazing to me so this way i'll say it, it's amazing to me how many spiritual people that talk about forgiveness and one love all humanity regardless of and um you know like what gandhi truly did like even loved his enemies and stuff like that so many people talk about that and never holding resentment in that and then i watch them do the opposite and and so the other side is you hear people always say like spirituality isn't about competition and then you hear a very spiritual a person that's known as a very spiritual person talk about how uh watch me become more spiritual than that other person and like i'd love to get your thoughts on you know when, when we talk about trying to get everybody using this this vocabulary and stuff like that and, and understanding this do you think and it's just i know it's a big question but do you think we also have to work and maybe that's the later project but we also have to work on maybe decide that we're a lot of spiritual people still aren't maybe practicing everything they preach. So I say that because I hear a lot of people talk about how there's kind of like almost like a divide, right? The people that are spiritual and the people that aren't. And I would almost argue there's even a divide within the spiritual as well, because there's people that like Wayne Dyer, everything I've read or seen, and I've talked to his family members, everything that I've read or seen about him seems to be absolutely true. Like he was practicing loving every human, regardless of what they do. And, and, and he seemed to practice it. Gandhi, from everything we've seen, seemed to practice it. And I'm not saying that you have to be obviously at that spiritual level, but I'm just saying that's the spiritual level we talk about. And then I hear people like literally catfighting over spirituality yeah. and stuff. And so I know it's a big question, but do you think we also have to face the fact that there, even within people that are spiritual, there's even different levels? Oh, absolutely. Beyond. I actually work with a lot of people. So what I've discovered is that and why I say this is just an awareness, you know, people can take it or leave it. I don't feel like I'm anything special. I mean, I have no idea why I was chosen to have this experience, but I can't deny the experience. Right. You know, it's right. kind of like Neil Donald Walsh. He wrote these books, Conversations with God. He could not deny the experience of it. And so I've been, you know, I mean, I know people are not going to believe me, but I have a lot of people that do believe me. And I had a lot of people that, you know, they've discovered and they've had their own spiritual profound experiences. And so like, what if we start sharing about that? It's going to open up the conversation that much more. But what I really believe our voices when it comes in unity is going to have so much more power. But like one of the funniest, I mean, I was a total universe girl. You know, I got schooled by my deceased father. You need to start looking at God again. You know, so it's very interesting how people are so against using the word God saying that that's religion, right? And it's like, well, let's not take away all of what may, you know, it's like, don't try to reinvent a wheel that's already been there. Why not look at it? And so I just think that some of this awareness, people have jumped levels that if they don't understand how we can help raise people's awareness. And so what I do with my program, the Myrony Method, is I basically say I can take a spiritual five-year-old and I can get him to junior high. And that was one of the most profound things that Dr. Brian Weiss had in one of his experiences was that 
he was shown Earth being a one-room schoolhouse and we're all at different grades. Not that anybody's better or worse. They're just, that's just where they are in their awareness. And so a lot of people I found, they think they're in high school, but they've missed the whole, like they, they like jumped all these grades and they don't understand like if, if people want to accept the concept of reincarnation, they don't understand how you literally choose everything. And I really want to give a really powerful example, if that's okay, because it was from Dr. Brian Weiss, Same Soul, Many Bodies. And this is a book I do not recommend people getting into if you do not understand the other parts to reincarnation. That first book is Many Lives, Many Masters. But what's so powerful about this is that there's this woman who, um, so in this book, he had his guests go into their past lives and also their future lives. And, and again, really respected psychiatrist. So this isn't any woo-woo whatever. And he had this woman who was in this existence or in, her, in this incarnation, Jewish. And, but she hated the Muslim culture. This hatred was so strong. And, and he's like, well, let's go figure out you know, where this hatred comes from. Well, what do you think she was in a past life with that kind of hatred? Hmm. I'm not sure. She was a Nazi. Wow. She came back as Jewish. The hatred was still there. That shows prejudice is only within ourselves. Now that's a big thing, but wow, isn't that powerful? What if that awareness got out to the world? That is my goal. So, you know, it's really looking at your higher self somehow chooses everything. And, and the thing that I got with my father's message is it's about balance. And if you're on one extreme or the other, and you're not, you're not in balance. And then I got this really beautiful thought that when you can balance your spirituality and your humanness in there is where you're going to find God. And that's your personal relationship. No one can tell you what your relationship is to God, the universe source. It's your relationship. It's your life. You know, stop having people tell you what to do. But at the same time, maybe be a little curious because it's amazing once you are. So like I literally say the superpower to all of this is awareness. That's it. Simple as that. Amazing. And so let me ask you then, if people wanted to follow your work, they wanted to listen to the Myrony show, they want to learn about Myrony mentoring, they wanted to uh, learn more about the upcoming uh, anthology slash compilation book, they wanted to learn about your work going forward. Uh, is there a hub? Is there a place you would send people to learn all this stuff and follow you and connect with you and all that kind of stuff? Where would you send people, Alicia? Yeah, absolutely. So my social media is really easy. Uh, you know, Alicia Myronic, it's, uh, I own, I'm the only one with this name. So very easy to find me. If you, if you connect with me on Facebook, it's Alicia M. Myronic. Um, on Instagram, um, also with That's My Irony, I have a page. I'm on Instagram at That's My Irony for the podcast, uh, in addition to, you know, Alicia Myronic. But then my website is that'smyrony.com. And then if you want to, that's where my, you know, podcast is. I'm on every major podcasting station also. But um, for my spiritual mentoring, it's that'smyrony.com slash my-myrony-mentoring. Hmm. I absolutely love it. And 
I knew this would be an absolute pleasure. Uh, Alicia, one of the things that I guess I'm known for saying whenever I really love an interview is uh, calling it a to be continued and uh, and asking the guest uh, if, uh, you know, basically if we can call it a to be continued because I want to bring them back on in the future as well. And I feel like with Myrony today, we focused a lot on what it is and how to recognize it. And, and if you're a person that's a skeptic, why you should maybe consider it. But I, I feel like we can probably dive deeper down the road as well and around the conversation of uh, how you can really act on this on a regular basis. You know, I had on your, and actually if they want to listen to my episode in your show that just drops, like you say, right away, uh, that would probably give them more of that as well. Cause I know we talked, we explored that. We talked about different myronies and how to draw more into your life, how to act on them. And so maybe I need to circle back once these two are done and settled in the dust there, bring you back on so we can talk more about that as well. Cause I think, when people hear enough examples and case studies of them happening and then uh, hear strategy for how to get more of them into your life, like we talked about in your show about the idea of whether it's writing them down or whether it's just thanking the universe for this great myrony, whatever it is, and, and now also acting on them, then when that happens, the universe, whether, whether we see it more, like I said, or whether the universe says, here's more, whichever one of them happens, the bottom line is you start having more of them in your life. And exactly. so- I think, you know, for our guests too, this is an ease in for people that may not have heard of it before, but let's look at having a deeper dive for a future episode if that works. Oh, I would love that, Beyond. And your episode is going to be episode 72. So I, I know that's the number that it's going to be. So it's just, you know, not this, so it's the 16th right now. I don't know when this is coming out, but um, not this Saturday, the following Saturday. So it's very soon, but I would absolutely love that, Corey. And as I said, I want to have you back on my show, but at, like as a guest, as a guest co-host that we can dive in deeper, bring on some more people, really start delving into this. Because especially when it comes to like already really well-known thought leaders or authors, usually some unbelievable thing got them to where they are. And that's where it's so fun when you can connect those dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs. So thank you, Corey. It would be amazing to be back on your show. This has been such, a, such an honor and pleasure. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.